Hello, everyone. This is Gerald Salenti, and we're honored, honored, honored to have back with us Judge Andrew Napolitano. And as I keep saying, there's no one around, no authority with the judicial background that Judge Napolitano has when it comes to understanding our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and as we, the people of the United States, have the rights that are being stolen from us and the morons and imbeciles that are in control of our lives. And his latest article is, you know, about those people that are running our lives. Remember how they locked us down during the COVID war to flatten the curve and they flattened the lives of millions and millions of people. His article is, Why Keep a Government That Fails Us? And he says, the failure of law enforcement at all levels, local, state, and federal, to protect 19 children who were slaughtered by a madman in Texas in May has raised serious questions about the role of police in our once free society. Hello, Judge. Hi, Gerald. A pleasure to be back with you, uh, my dear friend. You know, uh, for 150 years, the government has pounded away at Americans that only it can run public schools and only it can run police departments. In fact, the great Murray Rothbard defined government as the entity, sometimes the criminal entity, that has a monopoly on force in a geographical era, in a geographical area. And the progressives have yearned for the day when we would not be able to defend ourselves because in their view, the police can protect us. The Uvalde uh, disaster shatters that illusion. You had one man, madman, a 19-year-old kid, slaughtering 19 students and two teachers. You had 376 armed uh, police officers, local, state, and federal, at the scene, in the building, and around the building. You had them wait 44 minutes to get a key to a door, to unlock a door that was already open, was unlocked. Nobody tried uh, the door. The person in charge couldn't communicate with everybody that was there. He couldn't communicate with the 24 other police entities that were there. <laughs> he didn't even realize that he was in charge. This is an absolute disaster of government at its worst. And to make matters even worse, because of a 20-year-old Supreme Court opinion, which has repeatedly been followed, the parents have no recourse. There's nobody they can sue because the Supreme Court has ruled. Are you ready for this? Even though we give them a gun, we give them a badge, we let them stop us on the highway and stop us in the streets, the police have no obligation to protect us. The police <laughs> have no obligation to stop a crime as it's going on. The police can watch a bank robbery, a rape, or a murder and do nothing and have no recourse and they cannot be sued for it. That's the law of the land and that's what these poor suffering parents of the murdered Uvalde kids will soon discover. How sad. And you know, when you talk about, you know, three, what did you say, how many, 300 and how many? 376 state, local, and federal cops there while the kid was shooting. Instead of stopping the harm, they just protected themselves from harm. Instead of stopping the harm, they protected themselves from harm. You know, 
when you look at that many guys and girls, or men and women, or I shouldn't say, I'm not allowed to say men or women, thems, when you look at as many of thems, it's a reflection of our military. This is the same arrogance of all our money going to them. They haven't won a war since World War II. Totally incompetent. And I hear these arrogant, arrogant, arrogant generals, retired generals, telling me what's going on in Ukraine, how it's going to end, and why Russia is failing after being there for five months when these murderers like Mad Dog Mattis, the guy with eyes that are popping out of his head, the general spews out his crap about what's going on there as he destroyed Fallujah in Iraq, destroyed the place, murdered all these people, America in or Afghanistan for, what, 20 years? How many years in Vietnam? What, about 13 years? How many years in Iraq? This is, this, this is a parallel, as I see it, yes. from what you're talking about. Yes, the, the, you're exactly correct. The, the police often mimic the military. Yep. The police buy military equipment. The guys can't wait to put it on. They can't wait to show up at, at some bank robbery uh, as if it were an invasion by uh, a, a foreign force. They can't wait to spend money. The only thing the government does well, three things it does well, lie, steal, and kill. Yep. Of course, oh. in the case of Uvalde, they couldn't even kill this kid. Now, eventually they did, but it was after uh, he had uh, slaughtered uh, 21 yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, by the, the military, way, the-, the military is no different. You and I and our friends uh, Phil Giraldi and Gary Knoll and Scott Ritter are going to be discussing this just a couple of yards from where you are now at the Four Corners of Freedom in Kingston uh, on Saturday afternoon, uh, July 23rd. And we are going to outline, each of us has a different topic. Mine, of course, is the Constitution, how uh, the military insidiously doesn't protect, rather it destroys individual liberty. And one of the ways it destroys individual liberty is by paying local police departments to mimic it. So your critique of the military is as valid a critique as if it were of the local police. Just as the military don't win a war, the police can't keep us safe. And the liberals, the progressives that want us not to be able to carry arms are insane and blind if they think that the police can keep us safe. Just earlier this week in a place called Greenwood, Indiana, in a shopping mall, a madman with an AR-15 started killing people. A bystander carrying a lawful weapon blew him away 15 minutes before the police arrived. This bystander is an American hero. But if the state of Indiana were not a carry state, a state where you can carry, we would have had another Uvalde or Buffalo, New York on our hands. You know, by the way, there was a young guy too, like 22 years old or something. Correct. Yeah. Correct. 
who has and, asked you know, that his name not be uh, not be used, so we don't know who he is. Yeah, and um, by the way, the Kingston police aren't like that because they're all local guys and women, so they they they're not they don't have that attitude. They're they're there. They don't bust your chops. Oh, you didn't make a full stop. They don't do that kind of stuff. The state troopers do. You go around. You're, you're six miles over the limit. Get out of your car. Stand on your head. Repeat the alphabet backwards. You know, it, it, it's a whole different trip. These guys and women up here are great. But going back to what, what's going on is that the nation is turning. When you call them progressive and liberals, they're not progressive and liberals. There's nothing progressive about them. and There's nothing liberal about them. Well, well they've stolen those words. Yeah. They're cowards. Yes. The little gutless cowards that get very, very angry if you don't swallow their crap. How dare you not swallow my crap? That's their attitude. They're cowards. The nation has turned into a country of cowards. And by the way, you, you know, with all due respect, you called it a public school. And from your words, it's a government school. It's a government school. Even even I uh, even I slipped. So the government the government schools another disaster. They have no competition. They have guaranteed clients, the students. They have guaranteed income, the taxpayers. It's a recipe for disaster. But what do they do? They probably teach the basics, but they also teach a version of American history and American government that they want. Yep. Abraham Lincoln was good. The South was bad. War is good. Respect authority. Obey authority. Don't challenge authority. All this nonsense that the overwhelming majority of young people grow up believing because that's what they've learned in government schools. You same attitude, the same attitude that has monopolized government schools has monopolized government force. I mean, why can't we have a private police department? If, if there had been no police department in Uvalde and the parents had gotten together and hired a private police department, would we even be having this conversation? Of course not. The yeah. private police would have blown this kid away. And if yep. they didn't, they would have been fired and sued. But there's nothing you can do about these 376 cops who stood around protecting themselves until four of them, four of them who were feds, by the way, it's not the job of the federal government to keep the schools safe, but they were there. Four of them burst into the classroom and took him out. This was an hour and a half after he started. Uh, uh, you know, you, you say here that Thomas Jefferson argued that no government is moral without the consent of the governed. And all government needs the actual personal consent of the governed once in every generation. Without consent, the government has no right to negate freedom even with consent. If the government fails to do what we have hired it to do, if it impairs liberty and permits others to take life, liberty, or property, it should be altered or abolished. That's Jefferson, and it's so sensible. Will they alter or abolish this government in Texas? Absolutely not. It'll stay just the way it was. You know, there's this crazy character, Beto O'Rourke, who's running... Uh, for governor of Texas, who interrupted uh, Governor Abbott's press conference two days after the uh, killing, who said all of you on stage failed to protect these kids and they threw them out. Now, he said that for political reasons. He was 100% correct. 
100% correct. The government absolutely, totally failed from top to bottom. And every time we turn around and look at Uvalde, we find more lies that the government told. Everything the government says is a lie. Everything the government owns, it has stolen. Uh, you know, you talked about abolishing the government in Texas. How about abolishing the one in Washington? And I it's think someday like soon it will be abolished, just like the Soviet Union fell. It'll be too heavy for its own legs to sustain it. It won't be able to pay its bills. Look, as interest rates go up, Gerald, the government's got to pay more to borrow money and more for the money it's already borrowed. Uh, how much more money can it print? Pretty soon it won't be able to pay its bills. Nobody will buy its bonds. No one will loan uh, money to it. Chuck Schumer can't get a paycheck. He and his cronies will be uh, out of a job, and the country will break apart into a, a dozen or so smaller republics. Unfortunately, where you and I live is a very um, big government part of the country. Uh, I'd rather be in a part of the country where the government left us the hell alone. You know, the um, again, you know, it's a crime syndicate. That's all it is. They're murderers and thieves. They they steal our money. They give it to the too big to fails. You know that uh, there's a great website. It's called um, Wall Street on Parade. Um, and And yesterday they had an article up about all of the crimes that JP Morgan has committed. Oh my goodness. They've been they've been convicted of fraud, convicted at least four times. They were convicted, convicted of rigging the precious metals market. They paid nine hundred million dollars in 2019. That's just one of the examples. Chump change compared to how they rigged it. You see that arrogant little Jamie Diamond going to jail? No. Do you ever see any of these crimes when these big banksters get caught? They give them a fine, slap they're, on the wrist. They're too close to, to the government. They're too close to the government. They do too many favors for the government, and they know too much about the government for them to go to jail. But we go to jail. It's prosecution to the fullest. For we, the people of Slavelandia, while the bigs get a free ride. Look, as we speak, the federal government and all the machinery it can muster is prosecuting Steve Bannon because he basically told the January 6th committee to go take a hike. Is that an appropriate use of government resources? Come on. Yeah. And after he told them to take a hike, he said, all right, I'll testify. And they said, it's too late. We'd rather prosecute you. So they're not interested in what he no. can tell them. They're only interested in making his life miserable. And look that's again, government. It's that's government show. today. Yeah. No, it's a freak show. It's a sideshow. And then we got freaks running and ruining our lives. You know, you mentioned that guy, what's his name, that that called out the governor of Texas? Um, Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, a little clown, a little boy of nothing. And he ran for president on, you know, he said, he's a, he's a nothing, a nothing. And, but a stop clock is right twice a day. He was right in what he said about the government. Yeah, tech. He, I he couldn't right vote for him it. in 100 years. Neither could you. Neither could anybody listening to us now. But in that instance, he was right. Everybody on that stage, which was state, local, and federal law enforcement, had failed those kids. But the, and none of the, them can be sued. None of yeah. them. But this is the kind of guy also that would want to take our 
Second Amendment rights away from us. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, he just got a million dollars from George Soros for his no campaign. surprise. Yep. So that's no who surprise. he is. Now we got Soros. George Soros has been funding left-wing politicians and lately left-wing prosecutors uh, for years, and a lot of this has come back to bite him. I mean, two of his uh, prosecutorial babies were just thrown out by the public that had elected them because the public wants basic laws enforced. We're not talking about somebody who fails to come to a police a complete stop. We're talking about somebody that uses violence to harm others. Those people should go to jail. He's even funded politicians, district attorneys, et cetera, up here in Ulster County in New York. Wow. Yeah. Is there anywhere that his tentacles don't reach? I, they reach as far as Ukraine, as far as I know. Wow. Yeah, with the NGOs you know, all over the world. And of course, they banned him out of Hungary from where he's come. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he can't go back home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if they banned him, but they don't, I think they did some stuff there against him. Judge, thanks a lot for being on. And remember, everybody, this Saturday, 2 p.m., at the Four Corners of Freedom, Crown and John Street, where the seeds of democracy was sown, our Peace and Freedom Rally, featuring Judge Andrew Napolitano, Scott Ritter, Gary Null, Phil Giraldi, myself, and the Hot Damn Band. We'll have vendors here. We're here for a good time. And most importantly, we're here to push a peace movement forward globally. We must occupy peace and stop this madness day in and day out about the champion of war. They sent almost $60 billion of our money to Ukraine since this war began on February 24th as our nation is rotting. People are living in the streets. They can't afford to pay rent. And we're going down hard and fast. So please be there and go to OccupyPeace.com. OccupyPeace.com for more information. Thank you, Judge. Thank you, Gerald. See you Saturday. See you Saturday.